0: Um, excuse the sirens, guys. There's police. (laughs) Um, I'm at an Airbnb and it's actually a really nice Airbnb, but it's kind of like a little bit sketchy of an area. Um, feels a little unsafe, but, um, we're rocking, we're rolling, we're here. Um, I tried to film this episode yesterday and didn't work out. Something happened yeah and I'm just like hot I'm just being honest with you guys I'm at an Airbnb and it's like so hot outside it's literally like 90 degrees and I would film inside but there's just like no good place to film that looks decent and I care about the quality of how it looks and the outside just always looks so much more beautiful so I'm gonna sit out here in this hot weather in my workout tank top and talk to you guys um Yeah, so we're just going to talk about something that's kind of been on my mind and just something I thought of that I feel like has been affecting me. And so I thought, why not research about it and why not talk about it? Um, So that's what we're going to do today. Um, Anyways, okay. Yeah, let's talk about this subject of consumption consumption and what we consume. Um, I don't know why I thought of this, but I was just thinking about, um, yeah, just life and how like we live in such a different generation than how it used to be. Like this generation is just so unique in the sense of like, we have access to so much. Um, there's just so much to take in nowadays and it just didn't used to be like that. Um, but yeah, like what we consume, it's, it's a little bit of everything. It's like what we eat, it's what we watch, it's what we listen to. It's the people that we let in our lives. It's the voices that we let hold value or space in our minds or in our hearts. And so it's a lot of that, um, why, what we consume matters so much and why, what we let into our lives matters so much. And so something I've been realizing as recently is that social media has been really affecting my mental health. Um, And it makes me really anxious. And I feel like it's made me a less hardworking person. It's made me have a lack of ability to problem solve. It's made me numb my emotions. And I mean, anything can really do that. But what's scary about social media is just at any given moment, if we're bored or if we're overwhelmed or if we don't want to face what we're feeling, we can just get on social media and scroll. And it gives us this instant dopamine that we all love. And it makes us feel good. Um, and there's so many layers that go into all of that and and it's so deep, but like, I challenge you guys to kind of look at your life and just your everyday mood and how you feel and think about why you feel the way that you do. And so that kind of laces back or traces back to like consumption. So I think we all know this is pretty common knowledge. Like if you eat an apple or you eat a candy bar, like they're going to make you feel different, right? Like the apple is going to give you more energy. It's going to be more of like a stable sugar flow because it's a natural sugar. Um, It's good for your body. It's good for like your health. Um, You're absorbing vitamins and nutrients when you eat it. And then when you eat a candy bar, you know, it feels good in the moment and it's really sweet and yummy and maybe it you know satisfies uh like emotional needs sometimes I think we we mentally or emotionally just need like a treat to feel better so there's nothing wrong with that but yeah so it fulfills different needs but it's also like sugar obviously and overconsumption isn't great for you. Um, typically, candy bars have a lot of processed sugars, processed ingredients that aren't necessarily the best for your health. And so usually I know when I eat a candy bar, I feel really great initially, and then I feel like crap after and like I crash. Something as simple as just like sugar versus eating something more natural, but then you, you tie it into even deeper things like um, what we consume every day. And I don't think we really think about this but everything that we put into our body put around us listen to see it affects us so like the music you listen to affects you i know you don't think that but it does and the shows the tv shows that you watch they affect you and um scrolling on social media it affects you and so A lot of the times we just are consuming not only the wrong things, but we're consuming too much. There's just too much to take in. And so it can just make us really anxious, really overwhelmed. And it also makes us really discontent with our life. Because we live in a world with so much and so many options of everything. Like we can get on to Spotify and listen to a song, and the second we stop liking the song, we just click to the next song. And we don't even have to go through the whole song. And so it's like we just have the this constant ability to, to, to grab or seek for something better or seek for something that makes us feel good right away. And even though we want to feel good and we want to have everything in moderation is good. It becomes a problem when we're only looking for those quick dopamine fixes and we're only consuming the things that aren't wholesome and aren't good and don't bring life they bring death to our life and they bring darkness to our life. And, and we think, Oh, it's fine. It's just music or, Oh, it's fine. It's just a TV show or, Oh, you know, everyone's on social media or, Oh, I can just eat all this bad stuff and it doesn't matter. And and again, I'm speaking to myself too. I guess I've just been realizing as I, decided and wanted to do this episode of like wow like the things that I'm consuming they are affecting me they're affecting my mental health they're affecting my physical health they're affecting the way that I feel and when I do the things that I know are good for me I feel better like for example today I was like I need caffeine I want to go get a huge 32 ounce Dr. Pepper and just chug it and then I was like no I'm gonna go and I'm gonna get a juice I'm gonna get a fresh pressed juice And I know that's going to actually give me like more of like a stable energy (laughs) because it's, it's feeding my body with vitamins and nutrients and all these different things. So I went and I got a juice and it was great. And it made me feel, it wasn't as tasty as maybe a Dr. Pepper, but it made me feel better. And it gave me like a, a stable, a stable, um, energy, I guess you could say. But yeah, all of this to say, I guess I've just been realizing like, oh, I'm really anxious or, oh, I feel really insecure or, oh, I feel like a failure. Oh, I feel like I can't focus. And I'm starting to see that I think a lot of that actually ties to social media and ties to um, scrolling and spending too much time on social media. Now, how much time is too much time? I don't know. I think that there are good things about social media, but I think generally there's probably more negative things about social media than not, especially apps like TikTok and Instagram. Um, I think YouTube and podcasts can be a little bit more informational, a little bit better for your mental health than like scrolling through 30 second videos. But I guess I'm just realizing how much it actually affects me And that what I consume, what I listen to, what I watch, what I do, it affects me. And I need to be careful and I need to be mindful about what I'm letting in. It's like, you have to think about it like this, your spirit, your body, your soul, your mind is your safe space. And so it's like, it's your, it's your everything. You are like, you only get one body. You only get one mind. You only get one spirit. And so it's like, you want to protect it. You want to nurture it. You want to feed it things that... Bring life and bring joy and bring goodness. You don't want to let things in that make you feel fear or anxiety or depression. And so, even though it's inevitable that we're going to face those things and we're all human, so we're going to let the wrong things into our lives, it's really important, I think that we start to like scale back and be like, wait, what am I consuming? What am I letting into my life? What am I looking at? What am I listening to? What am I watching? What am I eating? What am I doing? And how is that actually affecting me? Like, is there an effect to that? And I'm here to tell you that as much as it sucks, there is. And so some of the things that feel good to do, like it feels good to get on social media and scroll for five hours, but then I don't know about you guys, but after I sit on social media and I scroll, I feel like absolute garbage. My brain feels like fried. I feel like no joy, no hope. And it's just like, it, it, it's just not healthy for our brains to be so connected to so many people at all times. And it just takes us out of reality. It takes us out of what's real. It's literally all just fake. And even if it's not fake, you're looking at all these other people's lives and you're either comparing or you're thinking that you're better than them. Like there's just nothing positive about it. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, intentionally spending the time in your own life to deal with your own emotions, to chase after your passions, your goals, your dreams, to love the people in your life, like your family, your friends, your significant other, the people that are right in front of you, not the people that are through a screen. Like we're pouring all of our energy into something that really gives nothing back to us. It only takes. And that's why social media is just again, I can see its benefits and I can see why we all love it. But at the same time, it's like, what is it doing to us? It's kind of scary. And like everything that we do, like we should just be more careful about what we're letting into our lives. Like, I know this sounds dumb, but like scary movies, for example, or like scary shows. Like I used to be so desensitized to those things. Like as an eight year old, I would always like watch scary movies. And now as a, you know. As a Christian, I left my religion and now I believe in Jesus. But moral of the story, I I feel like I'm way more sensitive to that stuff. And, like, that stuff, like, affects me. Like, if I watch a scary TV show or a scary movie, like, for example, the other day I'm watching this Netflix series that I love, but it's, like, a murder mystery. And what does it do? It gives me nightmares. Like, last night I was literally laying in bed and I was, like, freaking out. I, like, had to go and check the house because I, like, thought I heard a noise And I'm like, okay, Nicole, where is this coming from? Am I opening a door to let that darkness in to this safe space that I have, which is my spirit, my soul, my heart, my head, my mind? And I was like, yes. And so I'm like, okay, I I probably should stop watching that. The Same thing with music. Like I've never struggled with this, but I know other people in my life where if you're listening to music that's talking about drugs and money and lust and all these things that are so worldly, you're going to start to desire those things like subconsciously. And so it's like if you're listening to music that's uplifting and that is honoring to God and it's not saying these negative, unrealistic things like you'll not be taunted or thinking about those things all the time. Yeah, I guess my whole point of this episode is just saying me, myself, and I feel like all of you guys, because I love you guys and you're my community. We should all be more intentional about what we're letting into our lives. And on that note, another big part of that is relationships. There may be some relationships in your life that you need to not have in your life. And there may be some people who speak into your life and because you love them, you trust their word, even if you don't think that you're listening to everything you say or that it's affecting you. If someone's constantly speaking down to you, if someone is constantly talking about things that are negative or talking about anything that isn't healthy and good for your soul and your spirit, it's going to affect you. And so like, if you hear someone call you ugly 10 times, even if you don't necessarily believe that you're ugly, you're going to start to believe it. You're going to start to think that you're ugly or if someone tells you every day that you're not good enough, you're going to start to believe that even if you believe that you are good enough, your body's going to start to believe that. And it's because you're letting that voice into your safe space. And so it's like, we just have to be really careful who we're letting into our lives. And even there are people in your lives that maybe you don't have a choice whether they're in your life or not. Maybe it's a toxic baby daddy or baby mama and, or an ex-wife or ex-husband and you have children with them and you have to see them, but you know that they're not healthy for you. You know that they hurt you. You know that what they say to you affects you, but you can't fully cut them out of your life. So what's the, what's the solution Boundaries, setting boundaries, emotionally putting up a wall to protect yourself. And if you start to see them break through certain boundaries of things that you set, you have to step away, pull away. And if you can't physically pull away, you need to emotionally pull away. You need to try to separate your spirit and your mind from them and from the ways that they affect you. And then there's gonna be relationships in your life like your parents, maybe you don't have a healthy relationship with your parents or maybe it's a sibling or who knows what, maybe it's a significant other and you guys are going through a rough season or you have a toxic relationship, whatever it is. I just think we should all be more intentional about what we're letting in And if you are in a situation where you are around someone who is negative or who is speaking death into your life or darkness into your life or insecurity or anything into your life, being able to recognize it and say, okay, I need to like emotionally remove myself from this person. I need to set boundaries. And another big part of that is, what we consume matters. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like a math equation. I feel like, like everything adds up over time. So if you're having a lot of negative numbers come into your life or negative people, negative comments, negative, negative thoughts, you need to counteract that and balance it out with positive. So if there's really negative people in your life that are speaking death into your life and sadness into your life and insecurity into your life, you need to also surround yourself with people who are doing the opposite. And if no one else, if you can't find anyone to do that, then you need to do that yourself. You need to give yourself affirmations every day and say, I'm beautiful. I'm worthy. Spend time with God. Read the word. My favorite source of affirmations, I guess you could say, would be reading God's word because it talks about how much he loves me and how valuable and loved I am in his eyes. Um, and it's truth. And so if you're having a lot of BS and lies come into your life, whether it's your thoughts or it's negative relationships, you also need to have people around you that are feeding you truth and light and love. And you need to have more of that than you need to have the opposite or you're gonna end up feeling those things. You're gonna end up feeling depressed and insecure and lonely and anxious and all these things. And again, these are all things... I'm learning as I'm starting to see how these things affect me subconsciously that I don't think affect me, but they do affect me. And so like, I've just kind of been feeling weirdly anxious lately and just insecure and just not in the best headspace, even though I'm like, I'm fine. I'm not upset. I'm not sad, but I'm starting to see, oh, okay. Like you need to protect yourself. You need to set certain boundaries with social media. You need to set certain boundaries with certain people that you let into your life. You need to remove yourself from certain things. And that's another thing that's so powerful, guys. Like you need to let yourself say no to things, not everything as, as a recovering recovering people pleaser, I used to think that I had to say yes to everything. And you don't like, there are going to be people, there are going to be things in your life that maybe aren't even inherently bad, but that, you know, that you don't have the time and the energy for, and you know that your time and energy and, and all that you are needs to be focused on other things. And it's okay to say no, it's okay to say no. And it's okay to set boundaries. And it doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean you're a bad friend. It doesn't, it doesn't mean any of those things. Sometimes it just means that Your energy and your time and your spirit is too delicate at the time, or it needs to be surrounded or doing other things, if that makes sense. So, I wanna talk about like social media, it's immediate gratification, right? And and I read a couple articles about it and like try to figure out, you know, what it does to the brain. And so one of the things is it forces you to have this constant need to be connected to people because you're so used to getting on an app and feeling like you're connected to all these people. When in reality, you don't know these people and they don't know you. Um, and then, uh, another thing is it just really ruins our focus and our problem solving skills because it, when you have immediate gratification and immediate dopamine doing things like exercising or reading a book or baking a cake, things that actually take work to release dopamine, you tend to not want to do. You only want to do the short-term things that make you feel short-term happy. But when you really think about it, those short-term things that make you short-term happy, like social media or whatever it is, food, nicotine, whatever it is for you, whatever your thing is that gives you instant dopamine and instant satisfaction, it's not good for you and you're not actually achieving anything. So it's a false, it's almost like a fake dopamine, if that makes sense. It's like we release dopamine a lot of times when we achieve something. So when we work out, when we, you know, read a book, when we accomplish something. And so it, it, it's almost like this fake dopamine, which never lasts for long. And all of those things that make us feel temporarily good, I know for me, never make me feel good long-term going on a run. Versus sitting on my phone for two hours. I may feel good the two hours i'm sitting on my phone But right when I get off my phone, i'm going to be anxious. I'm going to be more insecure When I get done with my run i'm going to feel Energy i'm going to feel like I accomplished something my body's going to feel better Like it's going to have long-term lasting positive effects and um Doing those short-term things just isn't so I wanted to talk about some ways that I think I'm going to try to start to consume better things and be more careful about what I'm letting into my life. I think structure, I think schedule. So the first two hours of my morning, instead of giving me free range to do whatever I want, I'm going to try to always wake up, spend time with God. First thing, say a prayer. And then try to spend at least like the first 30 minutes to an hour off of my phone, which I know is really hard. But I wanna try to do that. It's gonna be really hard, but those are some ways I'm like, maybe that could help me. Um, Another thing is just like being really careful about the relationships that I let in. And if I do have relationships that I know aren't the best for me, having very very strong boundaries in those relationships. So maybe still having relationships with those people, but not letting them in too much and also not sharing too much of my personal struggle with people that maybe I know I can't fully trust or people that fully don't understand me um, and giving more of that to people that I know are there. Um, the next thing I think that I'm going to try to do is to create structure with wiggle room I think part of the reason I don't like structure is because it's I feel like a robot but I think that if I can try to set a couple things a day that I'm gonna commit to doing and achieving then with the rest of the time I have wiggle room to do what I want and it also is gonna help me to it's almost like a ripple effect when you choose one positive thing that's good for you and that brings life to your life and light you're going to want to continue to choose those things. So when I wake up and I eat a healthy breakfast and I spend time with God and I spend time in the sun, it usually sets the tone for the rest of my day. If I wake up and I sit and I scroll on social media for two hours, it usually sets the tone for the rest of my day. And so I think setting a little bit of structure of a couple goals or things that I have that I know are good, positive things that feed my soul, that feed my spirit, that bring light into my life. If I can focus on just getting a couple things done a day giving myself grace, obviously no one's perfect, but doing those and then leaving the wiggle room for the rest. And there's nothing wrong with doing things that maybe, you know, aren't the best for your health or the best for you mentally, but just be careful, be selective because if you let too much of that in, it's, it's going to affect you a lot. Um, and I feel like I've gotten better at this, but, um, don't say yes to everything. I know I just talked about this, but, uh, you don't have to say yes to everything. It's okay to say no to every. It's okay to say no to a lot of things. Um, say yes to the things that you know are good and are for you. And then I guess the last thing I'm going to attempt to do is just removing myself from things that aren't for me. So if I if there's a hobby, if there's a whatever it is, a relationship, a way of life, a habit that I have, anything that I know is not for me, I need to remove myself from. There are times in life where I think I have known that I need to remove myself from something, but I'm too fearful. And so I stay in something for way longer than I should. And I know it's going to hurt me. And I know that it's not good for me, but I rather stay than leave. You almost are willing to stay when you know the outcome of something than removing yourself because you get numb to it. You feel like, I know this feeling and I've dealt with this before. It's fine. I'm fine. And I think that we can get really numb to abusive habits in our life or toxic or really hurtful things in our lives, whether it's inflicted by us or by others, or whether that's even media or music, anything that's really hurtful and that hurts our spirit and hurts our heart, we can get so numb to those things that we don't think there's anything wrong with them. And we also think that we can just keep doing it because, well, I'm fine. I've done it a million times, but it's going to add up. And so removing myself from those things and trying to just focus on the things I know are good in my life. But, um, yeah, I think that's my, like my, my podcast for today. Um, I hope that that made sense. And I just, especially for anyone younger, who's listening to this, just want to tell you that like really what you let into your life, what you listen to, what you watch, the people you surround yourself with, the voices that you listen to, the opinions that you listen to, like they do affect you. So be really careful and be mindful because as I'm entering into my mid twenties in a couple months, I'm, like wow like I feel like I've backpedaled in a lot of ways in my life and I think that's because I've let myself fall in love too much with instant gratification and I need to get back to doing the things that are worthwhile and that are for me and that are good for me and good for my life not not this fake reality we have on social media. No, our life, that's our people in our life, our everyday, what's around us. So yeah, I guess I'll close this out by saying, um if you'd like to support me, you can follow me on my social media, Nicole.donna. Um you can also follow me on my elephants in the room, social media, so elephants in the room. Um I have TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can share this podcast with a friend, with a family member. You can also share it on your story, leave it a rating or a review. Um, I'll close this out by saying what elephants are in your room. My name's Nicole and I'll talk to you guys next week.